Eric, welcome to uh, Canon Studios, the Canon Studios podcast. Uh, we are super grateful to have you here and we just are, you know, humbled and appreciate, appreciative um, to our audience. Uh, if you don't already know Eric, most of you probably do, but um, Eric is a certified nutrition coach. He is the owner of Scrub Softwash along with his son, Brock, and Brock is a rock star, like, you know, if we ever do a parenting podcast like eric is gonna be the first first <laughs> guest again because yeah dude, like, yeah first conversation i had with brock was like wait what this is you are how old yeah yeah so. he's something else but i do have two other kids that aren't like him so <laughs> <laughs> hey you know i mean just kidding peyton colt you guys are just as awesome i love you <laughs> you know one out of three ain't bad though yeah so, it's good ratio yeah um but yeah uh Eric, you've also had um, a landscaping landscaping company as well um, that you started and became extremely successful. And actually, uh, I believe you, you sold it um, a while back. And, you know, that's been a big part of our community. So, yeah, Eric, like, welcome. We, we're glad that you're here with us. Well, I appreciate you even, my name even coming to your heart and, yeah, uh, and asking me on here. So, it uh, means the world. Absolutely. Um, so... Our, our first episode, we kind of dove in and talked a little bit about this uh, topic of, of being known as a, a business owner, as an entrepreneur in your community. Um, and we, you know, we kind of quirkily named it, Do You Know the Muffin Man? Or that's kind of our, our overarching theme um, for this month. And so when we were planning and we sat down and thought out, like, who could we bring in as an expert to kind of speak to this topic and... Um, we made a big list of, of names and all the entrepreneurs that we have in our community. And um, yeah, Eric's name is came up at the top of the list. And so we wanted mm. to, to reach out and yeah. he was gracious enough, flexible enough to be able to come in quickly and, uh, and sit down with us. So yeah, like um, within 24 hours, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? That just, yeah. I don't know, God lined that up because I know how busy you usually are. So yeah, that's a blessing. Yeah. yeah, if you got time to do it, let's do it. Kicking yeah. a can down the road just adds another thing to your to-do list. Right, right, right. Yeah. So yeah. this is, I mean, and this is important stuff. Yeah. This is a testament to that. Like being here today is, a, you know, just a kind of a confirmation that you know, reaching yeah. out to you, you're, you got this this topic like nailed. You've yeah. got this figured out, and I think that is a big part of you know what's made you successful. And so we yeah. just kind of want to, you know, take time today and pick your brain. So um, sure. I'm going to shut up and let the, <laughs> my better half talk a little bit. Y'all have to she's better say at it. it like better that. At it. I'm just trying to see where you were going so I can pick up. Oh, yeah, I am, yeah, I'm all over the road. So, no, it's okay. Know. It's all right. People appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, so yeah, we, we have Eric here. Um, we were just kind of talking before the show and I said, Eric, I think what you do is more than just nutrition. I think you're um, like a transformation coach. And so you help just change people's mindsets and then the nutrition follows. Um, and so I know that um, we go to a lot of the local networking events um, and just whenever you're in the presence of Eric, you just know that um, he's going to like give you some nugget of wisdom. And so... Um, 
that is also one of the reasons why too why why we wanted to have him on the show was um he's consistently showing up um we can see the evidence of the people's lives that he's changing Mm -hmm. um and he actually like takes his own medicine right like he's he's following the exact system and the exact exact blueprint that he shares with others and so um, i think that's super valuable um to the community um if we back up a little bit if we think about um your childhood like what what would you say or can you point to a specific thing in your childhood that happened that kind of shaped that shapes who you are now hmm (laughs) wow right when you said that something came to mind so i at first i would have said you know what i don't really think that there is a moment that kind of led me to what I do now as far as entrepreneurship. But mm-hmm. my dad was an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and he had a, uh, a a computer maintenance company that he had for years and years until he sold and retired. And so I, w- I think some of those subliminal subconscious type things of seeing him be an entrepreneur probably is what led me to have that desire as I, as I got older. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say this: when I was in fifth grade, and and I and, and I may not. Let's just let's just tell the story. So when I was in fifth grade, I had a lie told about me, mm. um, flat out, straight up, just made up lie mm-hmm. that significantly affected my entire school mm-hmm. uh, years of school. So even though. Even though the lie was, was um, oh gosh, it was a ridiculous lie even, but the jokes and the things that kind of led from that throughout my entire um, middle school, elementary school, high school did affect me mm-hmm. because even if I could, there was always thing in the back of my head the, of what were people thinking of me, no matter yeah. what, I could walk down the hall and that's the first thing I think of is what are people thinking of me? What are people thinking of me? Yeah. And when you live in a place like that, especially as a young child and a kid and as a grown up, the longer, if you don't deal with those issues, those roots grow deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And so they're harder, it's harder to work on those things as we get older. And and so I guess my point to that is I I have had to learn and I've been dealing with that really my my entire life. And I would say probably over the last seven years is where I've actually tried to go back and work on Mm. some of the things that are in my subconscious mind that I think about myself that can keep me from being the best that I want to be. Because I'm very happy Mm -hmm. with where I am in my life, my finances, my family, everything, but I am nowhere near satisfied. Mm -hmm. So, and that's just having a thing of, of gratitude Mm -hmm. as you go. But that thing that happened to me then has allowed me, even though I'm 50 now and I could say, gosh, I've wasted all these years. I wish I'd done this work on myself back in my twenties. It wasn't the right time. God's timing is all. So it's put me, it's made me who I am. Um, and 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 I think that's important because there's a lot of things, there's things that happen in each and every one of our lives that that we can take that can break us or make us. Mm-hmm. And depending what you where you go with that. And we yeah. all have those moments. Nobody's had a perfect life. Everybody's right. had difficult moments. And we've got to learn how to how to how to battle that and get through those. And I think that's yeah. that was probably an important part that's made me who I am today. Wow. And I would even go to say, right, like some 
you have to be really self-aware to be able to identify that that's like something that's going on with you, right? Because you can have all of these things happening, like you said, around you or situations and you deal with them a certain way, but not understand why. And so, and, and you don't understand why. So being able to say like, this was the root of that. And mm-hmm. that's what I have to fix. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But you going through that journey is what allows you to be able to help others um, so that they feel like they're not alone. Like, Hey, I'm right there with you. Right. right. Like totally. I do not have it all together. Um, and I'm right here with you and we're going to take this journey together. And so yeah, that, <laughs> that, that, that speaks volumes. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say that takes courage to like, to self-examine and look, look, mm-hmm. look past, you know, what's on the surface to, to uncover that so yeah for sure yeah. yeah we all lay our heads down and we all have our own demons inside of our head that we have to battle yeah, yeah. and you know too many of us just get to a point where it's just it's it's tiring it's too tired to do the battle and you mm-hmm. just settle and you say things like this is just the way i am yeah. this is just how i was raised this is just, and so you put something on you that you you think that that's just the way you are yeah and it's not we every anything can be changed yeah yeah yeah, totally. I want to dig into that later in the episode because some people may not know how to change. And mm-hmm. would you say the first step is identifying there needs to be a change? The first step is desiring to want to change. Mm. As soon as you want to change, you're yeah. like, I want to change. I want to find out. Yeah. Then you realize, oh my gosh, it's not me. I'm not crazy. Yeah. yeah. There are millions of people that feel just like I do. Yeah. Same thoughts, the same, you know, and and once you can figure that out, then it's like, okay, are there steps to take? Can there? Yes, there are. People have been doing this for a long time. I just didn't realize it. And so the self-development world, there's so much material out there. Um, uh, So, yeah, make that decision that you want to change and then start to go to work on what needs to be changed, what goals, what you would desire, what it takes to get there. And your mind is going to start telling you the fears that come up. It's mm-hmm. going to be all the things that you don't want to do. All yeah. the things that you say, oh, when it makes your heart beat, start sweating, start getting hot, anything. Yeah. Um, whenever that happens, that's right. That's what you need to work on. That's Not right. avoid. Most yeah. people would say, whoa, that's too uncomfortable. I obviously need to avoid that. Yeah. Um, opposite. You got to dig into that. Dig into yeah. that. Yeah. That sounds like me going to the gym. I need to avoid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. I, I, I again feel attacked. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, you want to? Uh, no, I didn't have anything else. Okay. I thought you were about to say something. Um, let's reflect again. Oh, I think you're ringing. That's just brought. Okay. <laughs> um, silence is silence. Like it's not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the, uh, what's, this is like when you have do not disturb and then you have like the exception. So like yeah. my Gianni is an exception on mine. So I'm like, do not disturb when I'm yeah. at work and she'll call me and be like, uh-oh. Yeah. It's never always in a meeting. Oh, well. Yeah. All right. Good. Yeah. Um, So you have been in entrepreneurship for a while. Um, We know that you currently have some business endeavors. Um, You've had one for over 20 years that you eventually sold. Um, Talk to us a little bit about like maybe one significant uh, memory you have of like a significant challenge, um, you know, just in in your experience being an entrepreneur. Hmm. 
Um, probably the biggest challenge I had was it, would, it always will be with employees. Mm-hmm. When we had a, we had a fairly good size uh, landscape company mm-hmm. uh, that we had 25 employees. We had about six crews and we had a maintenance division and a landscape installation uh, division as well. And so we've, we had a couple competitors that we were friends with, but still wanted to take down the the top we we have a pretty good reputation around this around Canton Georgia for sure and mm-hmm. and the Woodstock and really Metro Atlanta we had built a good reputation and so there were a couple other companies that came out and and we're friends but they still want to take us down they, yeah. they still want our customers they want to yeah um and so when if you if you could picture tax time for an accountant mm-hmm. it's when they're like I can't even think straight right mm-hmm. yeah. so same thing. Springtime for landscapers. The month of May uh, mm-hmm, is yep. whacked. <laughs> we ju- we're just coming out of you know winter and things are growing and everybody is ready right now. Mm. All the flowers that are going in, all the installation, all the pine straw and mulch and upgrades. Yep. Not to mention all the weeds are now growing and the bushes are growing and the grass. And so everything happens all at once. So it's mm-hmm. always a very hectic, crazy, uh, very high money, you know, driven time. Um, but it's very stressful. Mm-hmm. And so we had one year, I walked into work just like I do every morning. And we had a whole th- entire three man crew that came and said, we're going to leave and go with a different company oh, wow. that promised Ooh. us more money, less t- hours and all that. Right. Wow. So right at that moment, a driver, two guys, their entire crew and everything that was going to be going on just dropped. Mm. Um, and I just remember thinking, okay, okay. And we handled that. And however we, we handled that, um, it just, it just got through, you know, and, and those are the battles. Those are the things that they were a really good crew too. So it was something I never had to even worry about. It went from not even having to think about to mm-hmm. a lot of thinking about how yeah. can I replace this crew? How can I get the lawns done today in a time where I can't even think straight and all mm-hmm. that? Yeah. That was a very trying time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I had to think about it. It's not like, you know, yeah. it, but that was probably one of the most difficult. Uh, it probably was the most difficult. But again, you know, yeah. God's good. He had it worked out. And uh, that's, that's, if you can't, if you can't take the fire. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, that's <laughs> <laughs> the good with the bad. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah. Certainly challenging. But they're like. good. That when you come out of those times, you just realize, okay, I made it through that too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I made it through that too. That's just, that's part of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy how that works because it's like, you know, I was just having sort of a moment, um, you know, the other day where it's just like I'm overwhelmed and like everything seems to be like kind of closing in on me. And it's like all these different responsibilities. And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, my like immediate reaction to those things is normally um, I kind of fall back into the um, habit of imposter syndrome. And so Mm -hmm. I'm like. Yeah, I'm not getting this done because I'm not good enough or I'm not, you know, absolutely this, I'm not that. And I just had to, you know, kind of take a second, realign and um or readjust my uh perspective on on who I am and, you know, who God created me to be and just tell myself essentially, like convince myself that, you know, you're not in this situation because uh you're just here to 
you're just here to fail and feel bad. Like you're in this situation mm-hmm. because this is where you've been specifically suited to, to help others and to be, you yeah. know, uh, of service to others. And so getting, getting to that point, like making it not about me, making it about, you know, the people around me, like my family, my community, like mm-hmm. that is completely, you know, changed. And so that's great. I can see, you know, I can see kind of, uh, I don't know, similar, but like, and basically, and what you were saying, I could kind of like feel some of those similar like emotions and like, mm-hmm. you know, wow, this is a lot. And I don't know how I'm going to do it, but mm-hmm. you just keep moving and you figure it out somehow. Yeah. So, yeah. That's that awareness like you were talking about. The, the awareness is so, most of us don't, because you, you know, you asked, is that the first step becoming aware? Mm-hmm. Probably before the desire, you need to be aware that you even. Mm-hmm have the same issues that we all do. I mean, getting to that point. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people will just stop there and they just mm-hmm. say, well, this is just the way I am. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and I'm still continually learning that. I mean, this year, even it, it, as young as it is 10 days in, mm-hmm. I'm realizing things about myself that I'm seeing, Oh my gosh, I see where I am making it about me mm-hmm. and fear. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, serving the person that may need to be served because yeah. I'm too worried yeah. about how I feel. Yeah. yeah. And there's still, and he's revealing all kinds of new stuff, which is great. Cause that just means more growth. Yeah. You know, we're, if we're to be refined, you know, you, and you think about those, those a perfect round silver ball that has burrs and things all over it before each one of those burrs are getting rubbed off until Mm. you're perfect and we're never going to yeah. be perfect till we get to heaven. And so it's always continued work on Yeah, and God's the refiner and the finisher. And we yeah. just kind of let him, let him do it, but we're always getting more and more refined. Yeah. yeah. Amen. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> we're about to, yeah. We was about to go down a whole, whole other track, man. But Very easy. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, yeah. I mean, you could call the podcast "Rabbit Hole," right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty much. <laughs> honestly, honestly, or rabbit trail, right? Yeah, rabbits don't live in holes. No. <laughs> That's right. They don't. See, there's another. That's one. the groundhog, right? <laughs> Groundhogs live in a hole, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they I think so. Yeah, they do, right? Sure. Because on groundhogs, they don't they come out of the hole or something. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. I think that's right. Groundhog hole. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That would be our new term. Yeah, we went through, we went down a, a groundhog hole on that one. <laughs> yeah. You mean a rabbit trail? That's right. Wait, what? I mean. wait, what? <laughs> yeah. All right. You want to get into to the topical questions? I think we better, as otherwise. <laughs> way west. All right. So, Eric, what are some habits um, that you've adopted to ensure your community recognizes you as a subject matter expert? In your field. Um, so yeah, yeah that's a question. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, on that, on the nutrition thing, I mean, a lot of the habits are just building my own health habits, mm-hmm. my own, um, being a product of the product, yeah. um, doing work on myself. Those really have been, I've learned some of the, the, the habits are always, making me prepared to be a better vessel for the people that I'm trying to help. Mm -hmm. And those are the habits really that I've been, that I've been doing. There's no, um, you know, like tangible habits. Like if you're going to be a tennis player, you're going to go out and hit reps Mm -hmm. and reps and reps and a thousand balls a day, you know, something like that, where there's actual habits you need to build for that skill for, for, for what I do. 
mine is to help others, you know, get healthy and mm-hmm. to help them get unstuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I have to have the habit of human, like, how do I get unstuck? How can I help someone? What would I do to get unstuck? And so working on myself mm-hmm. are, are really the habits. And, and, you know, that sounds so vague working on myself. So maybe you're, so what are the, some of the habits that I would say to, that are very important working on myself, which these may not be nutrition related or mm-hmm. even soft wash related, yeah. but you've got to make yourself better. So having, having a morning time, having a quiet time every single morning, um, it's very important to me that I have probably an hour and a half to two hours of quiet time mm-hmm. where that is journaling and Bible reading and, and things like that. Uh, and that starts my day. I um, have make sure that I have a 25 minute time blocks mm-hmm. per thing. So that's a good habit that I've that has helped me a bunch. So I'll take 25 minutes, set a timer, work on one subject at a time, take a five minute break and move on to the next subject. But yeah. that is 25 minutes of focused time on that. There is no phone. There's no, hang on, let me, let yeah. me get a snack. Let me get, no, it's 25 minutes of focused time on that. You can get a lot of stuff done yeah. per thing. So if you've got one, two, three, four things that are important to you during a day, give yourself some time block Whatever that is, I yeah. suggest not necessarily going past 25 minutes. Yeah, There's some research done that shows 25 minutes is like the perfect yeah. time. Hmm. Take a five-minute break, and you do that again. So then you've got two two subjects done in an hour. Yeah. Wow. Um, so uh, things like that that have helped. Um, yeah. Uh, digging into – so te- I read 10 pages a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really kind of stopped there. I've always wanted to be a reader, and I yeah. love reading books. Yeah. But how many of us say – Oh, I need time to read. I just can't find time to read. I need yeah. to sit down and read because we think that that needs to be a, a big, long time. Mm-hmm. Right. So I started doing 10 pages a day. Yeah. yeah. And it's focused on those 10 pages. And even if I'm into it, I stop at 10. Yeah. yeah. And I have a pen with me. And so I can really spend the time on those 10 pages. I put it down and I have stacks of books that I've read now. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm just doing 10 a day. Yeah. yeah. So there's another, another habit. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, I mean, to me, it sounds like what what you're doing is essentially like Gianni mentioned earlier, like you're taking your own medicine, like you are um, becoming that reliable expert by actually like doing the things that you're saying are important. And so you are, uh, what was the word used? Transformation coach? Yeah. Or, or something like that. Um, I love that. You help people mm-hmm. get unstuck. And so over and over again, each and every day, like you are getting yourself unstuck. Like you are mm-hmm. doing the work in yourself that you want to be able to do in others but you're doing it yourself first yeah um and so that's that's got to create a huge amount of just you know respect and uh and i'm sure within yourself like it's it's humbling because you you've sort of you're revisiting um those those difficult points in time and you're doing it over and over and over again and Mm so um you know because i'm sure a lot of people will get to a certain point in a particular um field of expertise and then they'll just be like i'm good i've i know you know i know what i'm doing here um, yeah you know and they'll just be satisfied with yeah. where they're at and not yeah. continue to to challenge themselves to um to maintain that that level of you know of sharpness in expert in their mm-hmm. expertise um you know because just knowing the information is one thing but experiencing the actual uh, consequences of that 
being mm-hmm. implemented is a completely different, um, completely different mindset. So, yeah. 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 Well, I, yeah, I think if I have to hold myself to a higher standard yeah. and, and I'm not saying that I've got a long way to go. I mean, a mm-hmm. long way to go, but if I'm going to be someone that I seriously really desire and want to help men and women get better mm-hmm. and be better and transformation, you know, transformation coach in all areas of their life. And of course, Nutrition is a huge thing. Everyone eats and everyone needs to live as long as they can and healthy. Mm-hmm. So that's a big part of our life. Yeah. But if I'm going to be that voice, if I have to be that someone, I have to work on myself 10 times harder than yeah. I'm telling anyone else to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's the part. That's the challenging part. That's the part that is the most difficult. Um, you know, and, and, and being vulnerable in that it's not easy that I haven't, I don't, I got it all figured out now. No, yeah, so I have yeah. to continue to work, but I am doing the work just because I'm not perfect. I'm doing the work. And as you do work, you, you, you realize so much and you can help others. Yeah. Here's where I've had victories. Here's where I haven't. Um, most of us just don't do the work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think, I think that is what makes an expert an expert is, I think what makes an expert an expert is them realizing that having the title of an expert isn't the finish line, yeah, right? Yeah. It's it's constantly like, okay, I've met this, now I've got to go higher because when you've reached that level, right, people are also going to come up to that level. So how do you stay ahead of the game so that you're able to yeah. teach people? And it's just that constant growth. And like you said, like, I think the biggest thing, right? Yes, you read those 10 pages, but you're implementing and executing on the information that you read in those 10 pages. So, yes, it's good to understand the knowledge, but how do you apply it? Yes. Right? Yes. So, yeah. brings up, yeah, Yeah. the the books I read, yeah, it's not like um, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's actually self-development business type books that, that will help. Help me. Yeah. That, that's the point of it for sure. Because yeah. I did not mention that. It's like, oh, I just read 10 pages. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So like Diary of a Wimpy Kid, does that, yeah. you know, no. <laughs> Harry Potter. Nope. No. Yeah. That's on your fun time. Yeah. No. That exactly. discipline 10 pages is, no. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah, absolutely. That's good stuff. You want to, we can edit this part out. Do you want to ask a question? You want me to ask all of them? Because I feel no, like, um, okay. Go for it. You, <sighs> you sure? Super producer. Super producer. I don't know about that. <laughs> all right. Um, okay. Next question I'd love your input on is, do you think there's a correlation between reputation and growth in small business? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, if I hadn't owned my own business first, I would think, well, sure. Because if you have a good reputation, then you're going to have good business. To me, that kind of makes sense. But Knowing that over 22 years, we never advertised, we didn't do anything, we grew just mm. because of word of mouth. Your mm-hmm. name, and the, I mean, the Bible says your name is to be desired more than silver and gold. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean you don't desire silver and gold, it's right. that your name should be desired more than that. And so that's always stuck with me. And my name, our name, name is everything. Yeah. So having that reputation, then it's just easy, then it just spreads like wildfire if you are, um, if you're doing the, the right you know, the right things, you're yeah. doing the integrity, the things that you say you're going to do, you do a good job, you go above and beyond, you know, you, all the things that you know to do, do them, say what you do and do what you say and that reputation. And if you don't, if you, it doesn't take very much negative news travels way faster than mm-hmm. positive news. Yeah. So if you do something wrong to even one person, you better fix that. Uh, and if it was something accidental, you know, whatever it is, 
remedy that, make sure your name is the most important thing that you do. Because then if you do something wrong, that word spreads and your reputation gets dragged through the mud and then no one's going to hire you to do anything. So, you know, be careful right starting off. You can get a lot of work before your reputation hits. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you may have a lot of influx thinking that, that, Hey, this is great. This is working out. I don't really have to be as honest or I can, I don't have to work on that kind of stuff. And yeah, yeah. Pretty soon. If once you're, once the reputation comes, then the work won't unless, unless you're, you know, working on, unless your integrity and character is solid. So yeah, yeah, Yeah. those two things, just like I say, working on yourself, that's, that's, that's part of any business. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you can be successful in any business you want to do. Yeah. Having that that first. Okay. Yeah. And I I just wanted to like I wanted to say that like with the like with what you just said, um I think what happens is a lot of people get caught up in trying to um uh what is it? they're they're trying to make sure that the their business is um operating in the black like they're making mm-hmm. money mm-hmm. Uh, and that is it it tends to to cloud the the fact that them building a successful business is more about them building a business that has a uh, a long-term sustaining um, reputation like people want to do business with them mm-hmm. as opposed to them being able to like make a few dollars here and there and like right. you know keep the lights on um and so i think being patient with your with your business can help like ensure that you're not taking that reputation for granted Um, yeah but yeah that's right got to do the right thing regardless yeah yeah so on the subject of reputation um i think a result of having a good reputation is people are going to talk about you and you mentioned um in your previous business right everything was word of mouth um so now that you've transitioned and you are operating to other businesses. Would you say that now even still most of your business comes from referrals or what do you think is like the biggest thing that has helped you kind of grow those businesses? Yeah. On on the nutrition, on my nutrition business, I would probably say it's 50, 50 Mm -hmm. referral and 50% me actively seeking people who I know need help. In, yeah. in in one of the you know five areas that we handled, then yeah. actively seeking, finding the, the person's pain point, and then pointing them in the direction that they need to go. Um, so that's still probably fifty fifty with, with our soft wash company. I it will. I have a feeling it's going to be pretty much the same. Um, we can spread very good word of mouth. However. We have a different intention this time. When I started my landscape company, I was just a you know mid twenty year old, mm-hmm. and I just said, if I'm going to do landscape, and I'm going to do it myself, yeah, you know, like my dad, yeah, <clears throat> and that was my reason for getting in. It's a little different now, um, and so even talking about reputation, we would love to help kids that don't necessarily know what they want to do for the rest of their life. And when I say kids, I mean anywhere from like 18 to 25. Yeah. Kids that have character, integrity, they like to do the right thing. They're 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 good people, but they just don't know where they want to go. Yeah. We want our soft wash company to be a place where they can come and learn all life skills, 
uh, like keeping a good reputation as they go on, but a place where you have to show up on time. You've got to do the right thing. Even when you don't want to, you got to deal with customers, you got to deal with employers. You have to deal with a lot of skills. Um, and coming to do that then what we, but we want to help mold them into the best person that they can possibly be to go on and do the things, to not be afraid to take chances. And we just want to be that place that we can make people better make sure they have a good reputation and all those type things. And one of two things will happen. They will, they'll go on to do great Mm -hmm. things. They'll always look back and they'll say, gosh, if it wasn't for Brock, you know, if it wasn't for Eric, I wouldn't be here today, which that's the greatest reward you know, we can have when people say that, you know, you changed a life. Yeah. Right. Either that, or they're going to stay with us forever. Yeah. Because they love us and they trust us. So with that part in mind, that may not grow word of mouth. We may want to seek, you know, young men and women who are, mm-hmm. who have those qualities that aren't quite sure what they want to do so we can guide them. Yeah. Um, so the, the residential part of our business, I think will just be flat out word of mouth. And then when we get into commercial is really where we want to grow. Mm-hmm. So we want to push that a little bit. So we'll be working with some people for advertising yeah. and getting that part out. So I can see that being a bigger chunk of actual advertising less than word of mouth but it yeah. all it, it all lands back on word of mouth yeah you, you know how yeah. good of a job you did and and it's a lot easier to make one person happy that's going to tell 10 mm-hmm. you know that it is to go not make someone happy and then yeah. have to fix that you know yeah yeah totally i hope yeah. that answered did that yeah answer? yeah okay, that yeah. answered the question okay yeah absolutely we about to say something no Okay. <laughs> I want to make sure I don't talk over you. Um, I've been following every question like a okay a hound. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. Why do you think um, your customers feel comfortable telling other people um, or referring you to other people? Hmm. Well, uh, a couple reasons. I think it works if they have success. Uh, and if I'm someone that they can trust, uh, you know, we all need those people. We mm-hmm. need, uh, we love to be refer friends. We love to be able to give good referrals. And if, mm-hmm. I mean, how many times have you had someone you're like, gosh, I kind of know a name, but I don't really want to tell <laughs> yeah, you, you know, yeah, yeah. and who wants to be that. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's, it's still, it all falls back on, on, on still, what are you doing for yourself and your own reputation and, yeah. and those things, your, your own character, your own integrity. Yeah. And that's why we do work. We do work with who we know, like, and trust. Yeah. Everyone does, whether you know it or not, you, you, you either get a product or a service or something. When you do it, you yeah. either know the person, you like the person, you trust the person or all three or two of the three. But mm-hmm. without those, I mean, what are we really doing? You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, I've actually got like in mind, like a business that I've referred that like has, like I've referred them multiple times and like both times I was like burned and it was just like, Mm. oh man, like you really want, like you want them to succeed because you you might like the the person, like the person who's starting Mm -hmm. it, but the, like the consequence of you referring somebody and then that coming back to you is like, I can't like, why would you send me to that person? And they, you know, they didn't treat me right. And even worse than that, it's like, you know, you knew for a fact that 
you send them to somebody else and they didn't do a good job or didn't, you know, meet expectations. Yeah. And then you send them to me afterwards. So it's like, right. you know, now that starts to look badly on, on my reputation mm -hmm. and my, you know, recommendations because I don't, I don't want people to have a bad experience, but I'm also, mm -hmm. you know, I'm also like, you know, very much about like grace and, you know, helping people to get through, you know, difficulties and things that they don't understand. But at a certain point, it's like, man, like, mm -hmm. and most people don't have that, like they're, they're not going to uh, give you that grace. And so you, you've got to, you know, like you said, you've got to maintain that upfront and make sure that you are, you know, sticking to your word and you're being of like all of those like high character values. Yeah. Um, because yeah, people don't want to give a bad recommendation because that looks poorly on them. It does. And they also yeah. want to be able to come back and be like, see, I told you you were going to like them. I told mm -hmm. you. And it, mm -hmm. that feels good to them. So, you yep. know, that's just human nature. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. I want to say, I told you so. Yeah. That's right. See, I told you that would work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so I'm actually going to, this question is, it wasn't listed, but I think you can answer it, even though I'm kind of putting you on the spot. So let's say we have a new, a person new to the area, a new business owner, um, and they show up at a networking event, right? Mm -hmm. The three things you mentioned are people do business with people they know, like, and trust. Mm -hmm. How do you get to that no stage as someone that's maybe in an unfamiliar territory or unfamiliar space. So how do they get from being a complete stranger mm -hmm. to becoming someone that someone knows? Mm -hmm. I would say getting to know as many people as you can. So like one, the, the, the one-on-one -on -one meetings that we do at, at networking groups and you don't have to go to a networking group to do a one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. It's just, that's the model that we have, but having an appointment and setting up time with someone that First of all, that would help you know help each other, uh, but you have to have the 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 thought in your mind of is how can I serve? How yeah. can I serve? So right when you step into, well, I'll tell you how how I did it when I came to the networking groups last year. I think either February or March mm. is when I started coming, and my main objective, my number one goal, was just a how can I add as much value to each person that I talk to here. Mm -hmm. And that's how you build that trust. Yeah. So what that means is I would see someone, if someone was even asked me to, to have a, a meeting, if they were interested in nutrition or whatever it was, that's great. But I want to make sure during that meeting that I get to know them. I let them talk. I want to hear about them. I want to post their business on social media. I want to pump them up. I want to add value to their life and their, I want to make sure they feel better when we leave Mm -hmm. that they feel like they gained something that yeah. made them better when they're done. Yeah. So that's that leave every person you meet with the with the thought of increase. Yeah. How can you give them that feeling? And so not coming in like a bull, not coming in to try and take over, like I need to hurry up and make a million dollars here and get everyone. You need to be that opposite of that and yeah. pour mm -hmm. into others. And what happens is like a microwave popcorn bag. You put that popcorn bag in the in the microwave and you're sitting there looking at it, looking at it, and it's gone, a minute's gone by and it hadn't done anything. And you're like, it's not doing anything. And all of a sudden, pop, one pop, yeah. and then pop, and then pop, 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 pop. Yeah. That's what starts to happen. But yeah. the, the, the first half of that is you're pouring into others. And, and so you build that 
yeah. knowing so they know you, you they know you more when you sit down yeah. and hopefully they'll like you more and not everyone's going to like you so you you're, you can also find your tribe within those uh doing that yeah and then the the trust yeah comes and then now you have the ability to pull through for someone now you've yeah. pulled fruit through now they tell someone else that raises the credibility yeah and so all, all that takes time yeah uh and and pouring into one life at a time yeah 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 totally that's good um that's a good analogy yeah what the popcorn yeah no that was really good <laughs> and that's what happened too yeah. didn't it i mean yeah. like justin was the pop yeah and then all of a sudden 40 yeah, people from the groups yeah just, yeah 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 it does have that that effect right all it takes mm-hmm. is one person to have a good experience yeah just um, a good microwave yeah or is he, <laughs> no, he's a colonel I guess. he's a he's the pop is he the colonel yeah he's a, I don't know. What is he in this analogy? He's the pop secret. I don't know. Yeah. Justin's uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely he's kettle corn though. So. He's kettle corn. Kettle corn. Yeah. <laughs> straight up excitement and That's joy. That's great. Yes. Yeah. All right. So what are a few specific action steps a business leader can take to improve their reputation and make their customers raving fans of their product or service? Yeah. Um I would, you know, really summing up a lot of the, the the same thing. I mean, I hate to be redundant, but it's, uh, and, and I'm sorry, you, you said, what are a few, a few steps, uh, like steps that they can take to. Yeah. So to, we'll just say like, what are three steps, you know, a yeah. business leader, business owner can take to improve their reputation? Yeah. Yeah. One is examine your own yourself. Um, what are really your intentions and your goals and, and, and are you pouring into others and adding mm-hmm. value first? Mm-hmm. You know, when you look at those icebergs and they say that an iceberg is you see the tip of success and, but the whole foundation is laying underneath the water that you don't see mm-hmm. that foundational stuff is where those, those, mm-hmm. the work has to be done to improve your reputation. So, um, help others, uh, see where you can get involved in the community. Um, work on yourself, do, do the difficult things, do the, the things that, and everyone's different here, but we're still, there's certain things that I think we can all do having a quiet time, no matter what your beliefs are, but having a time in the morning where you're quiet and you're, uh, and you're putting together in your brain, setting your day, uh, visualizing yourself actually doing the things which visual visualization was a new thing for me but it has worked mm. immensely so that's a great habit start to visualize the person you want to be so if i want to do more you know speaking on stage and things like that that can scare the crap out of most people and probably would me too but as mm-hmm. you start to develop your skills and learn not to be afraid of certain things and then you want to go for them. So if, if that's something I want to do, I need to literally visualize myself with confidence and standing there and people interacting and see the, see it actually happen in your mind Yeah, and stay there for about four or five minutes. It's not easy. Uh, your brain will start to trail off. It takes discipline, yeah. but, but practicing that as a habit, uh, visualizing where you want to go and visualizing yourself already there. Yeah. Um, if you want to be a better dad, visualize yourself. Visualize yourself playing with your kid for 30 uninterrupted minutes, putting your phone down. Visualize yourself putting it away where you don't have to see it. Visualize all these things in your life that you can see yourself. Make a movie of yourself and 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 the person that you desire and that you want to be. Take the time 
to sit and visualize. And I used to say, that sounds so stupid. It's hokey. What am I doing? I'm sitting here just visualizing. <laughs> it's just like looking at yourself in the mirror and telling yourself that you love you and that affirmations, oh, those affirmations start to look at the top 100 people. It doesn't matter. The top successful 100 people, whatever you consider success and look at the things that they do, every single one of them, they do the affirmations. Mm -hmm. They do the visualization. They do all those crazy hokey things that seem stupid. Yeah. That's why they're successful because we just, it's just in our own head. Yeah. Um, look for something, look for three things that other successful people are doing yeah. and that seems stupid and uncomfortable and just prove it wrong yeah. for, for yeah. a month. Yeah. yeah. And I was just going to say, um, when you mentioned speaking on stage, that reminded me um, when I saw that the picture of, well, I saw the picture of you on, on stage uh, recently and um, like, congratulations on that, by the way, like that's amazing. Thanks. And the picture I saw following that was of hmm. Brock watching you on stage. And that for me, mm. like as a, you know, as a dad, like I couldn't imagine like how that felt, like how good, like, just getting to that point. Cause you know, like as dads, we always wonder and we like, am I doing enough? Like, am I giving my son, like, am I, am I there? And, you know, I think everything you just said, like being able to like visualize that and then have it manifest and come to reality. Like I'm sure that was like emotionally overwhelming. And so, yeah. That, if, if you talk to a golfer, Mm -hmm. And I don't hardly play any golf anymore because it's just very time consuming, but it's an awesome game. Yeah. You talk to someone who got a hole in one or they hit his great shot. They're like, that's what keeps me coming back to play golf. It was that one shot. It was that yeah. one shot, that picture that, mm -hmm. that brought, that was a hole in one. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what keeps me going while I, when, when I saw that picture, I mean, my heart dropped my, I was just like, oh my gosh. And I knew he had texted me while I was on stage, just He's like, Dad, I'm so proud of you. I love you. He's like crying. He told yeah. me all this. So I knew he was like that, you know? Yeah. And having that kind of impact on your son keeps you going. Whether if I, if yeah. I, gosh, I'd look so stupid on stage. Oh, I said the dumbest thing. Oh, this, all the, the, the crap we tell ourselves. Yeah. That right there, you just like, oh, all the bad shots, all the bad shots in golf. I shanked that one in the woods. I did. I missed the ball. That hole in one yeah. keeps you coming back and yeah. gets past all the other bad shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to trying to hold it together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it was one of those. You know how we kind yeah. of um, we'll think about a post we want to do or something. We're like, oh, I know what I'm going to do here and that. I mm -hmm. saw that and it was, whoa. And I just posted and wrote immediately what was, it was an immediate, and of course it just, you know, over 300 likes and some shares and yeah. some yeah. things like that. And, you know, yeah, man. yeah. whatever. Yeah, people balling all over, all over yeah. Cherokee <laughs> County. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but those are the, those are the important things, you know, it's, yeah. yeah. Those, those are the, those are the most important. Totally. Yeah. Well, yeah. Perfect. Thanks for bringing that up. I appreciate it. Totally, man. Yeah. What you said um a little bit ago about visualizing yourself um kind of where you want to be where do you envision yourself that kind of segue and you said you know if it's you on stage in front of people that mm -hmm. segues into like our last question mm -hmm. it's totally off topic um but i don't know i think it's just interesting to ask imagine that you've just won you know whatever the mm -hmm. highest award is for yourself right like 
I think for me, because I have a music background, I would say a Grammy would probably be the highest award if you're an actress or an actor, maybe an Emmy right. or an Oscar. Yeah. So whatever that is for you, right? You just want it. Um, what are you saying in your like thank you speech? Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like everything I just said, right? <laughs> You know, it, it would it would have to be just that. I mean, I can see it, you know, holding it. And okay, so I mean, I'm visualizing myself yeah. right now standing there with a the mic. And I mean, what would I really say? I mean, it's yeah. like, gosh, how could I accept this as myself? It's without mm-hmm. the people behind me, without uh, the people who've poured into me, without my wife supporting me, without my kids, without um, – it wouldn't – you can't do it yourself. You, you just can't. Uh, you know, my my – my walk with God, my, um, everything that keeps me from all the junk that I would think about myself to allow me to even think that I can help someone else. It's very humbling. So this is, this is, this is not necessarily the speech, but I'm thinking of this right now. Sorry. Mm -hmm. And maybe it is, maybe I would tell this in the speech. We've talked about Kyle, about how you, pour yourself how you can't pour your from an empty cup mm-hmm. right and then i started thinking about well even if you had a full cup mm. why would we want to actually get up and pour ourselves out mm-hmm. i heard it said this way if you just sit still and you keep pouring into yourself keep on keep on pouring into yourself mm-hmm. it spills over Mm. And it gets everybody wet around you without you having to pour. All you have to do is just keep pouring, yeah. keep pouring. Someone starts to come close to you and they, and they can reap your benefits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, oh, we were, me and Brock were just talking about this. What the, um, and, and here's something too that I realized. How many times have we had someone come up to us and told us how they, we made a difference in their life and mm-hmm. we didn't do anything? Right. We're like, I didn't do anything. Yeah. And you kind of, sometimes that can make you feel like a fake. Mm-hmm. Those are the people. And then you're like, man, the ones that I work on and I'm trying to pour, I'm trying to help this person. I'm trying, and they're not necessarily getting it. Yeah. That's where we're like, yeah, see, I'm a failure. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm a failure. So then, you know, if say you have a friend who you're really trying to help and they're, and they're just not taking your advice and they're not doing, you're pouring, you're pouring and they're not doing it and they're not doing it. You can feel like a failure. Yeah. yeah. Then you'll have people come that you didn't do anything for and they tell you how you changed their life. And you're like, man, I feel like a fake. What are you talking about? I didn't do anything for you. Yeah. That's the, that's the just pouring into yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the people who are coming are because you've been working on yourself. Yeah. You're actually helping them without having to do the work. I, I say the work. The work again, it comes back to yourself. And that was a big revelation for me just even the last couple of days where it was like, oh my gosh, son. And me and Brock were talking about this because he was my girlfriend and all these people I'm trying to help and his sister and trying to help. And then all of a sudden confrontation happens and there's this, mm-hmm. and then he's like, yeah, dad. Then this woman who's like, she makes $10 million almost a year in mm-hmm. net, She goes to Brock and says, hey, can I pay you to mentor my son? Mm. Wow. He's never tried to do anything with her. And I said, that's you pouring into yourself and she just sees it. Wow. So that's huge. Yeah. That's huge. We don't have to try so hard. And here's the sad truth. 
we could have a line of people locked arms that are working together and we're all moving forward. And if there's one person that you have to keep going back for, yeah. mm-hmm. you're keeping yourself and everyone else that's ready to move stalled yeah. because you have to go back and it, and it's draining and it's harder and it's more difficult. And there's a spot for you right here, but you've got to, you've got to do some of the work also. Mm-hmm. Um, so that can drain you. Um, so again, there's another rabbit trail thing, <laughs> but, yes. but I would probably, t- I mean, yeah. if I went to step to an, uh, accept an award, I would walk up there and start saying whatever's on my mind. Yeah. So that's what would happen. It's your, it's your speech, bro. Like, yeah. Right. That's There's right. no format to yeah. how you yeah. would say. Yeah. I'd thank like to you. thank the Academy and everybody. It's like, no, 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 no. I'll say, I feel bad whoever has the, uh, the wrap it up button on your speech. Cause I, I would just be like sitting there just like, this is awesome. And then meanwhile, like the show producer was like, we got, we got, we're, yeah. Wait, <laughs> right. The button. He was Plug like, it up here, buddy. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, I'm not stopping. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that was, yeah. No, that's a great speech. Um, Sorry, I do that. I, yeah, my thoughts sometimes <laughs> just like uh, it's dropped on like, the <laughs> I thought you were about to yeah. say something else. Yeah, sometimes wanna, I land the plane, and sometimes I, yeah. You know, do you think you can land it today, or are you still like taking off? No, I'm. I mean, you want to land it right now? Sure. Okay. All right. So I'm visualizing them in the cockpit, and <laughs> <laughs> we just had a great flight, no bumps. Yeah, yeah. food no was turbulence. awesome. Yeah, it was great. We're flying right down into Maui. Yep. There we go. <laughs> but yeah. seriously, like this, man, this has been awesome. And we are super appreciative of you, like giving us your time. Um, and that you are the first guest that we had is amazing because like you did it like amazing job. Like I'm sitting here feeling like I'm ready to go and take on the world with <laughs> yeah. all this new knowledge. So, um, yeah, thanks again for being here. And um No, you hey, the the, the I owe you the thanks. You know, just right. just to be able to um I mean hang out, meet with you guys yeah. and talking about real life stuff. This is what life's all about. Yeah. You know, this is just this is just fun. And yeah, then man. knowing that you might, you know, make a difference in yeah. one life, that's yeah. the ripple effect. That's what we do. That's why we gotta do totally. it. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's why I love being here. This is awesome. Yeah. You guys do a great thing. Um, Thank you. I'm blessed and honored to be a small part of it. Thank you, man. Appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Thank you.